Hello and welcome. This is Reverend Mark Bishop, Interim Pastor here at St. Paul United Church of Christ in Wapakoneta, Ohio, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here. We say this because we try to live God's extravagant welcome. You are always welcome to be a part of our family at St. Paul UCC here in Wapak. May God bless us abundantly as we worship together. So today we watched two videos of stories that have been passed down from generation to generation to generation to generation. These stories would only have reached our day and time because those who were brave enough to share the story. The second video, we, we see how excited the woman was, and she went and told of the greatness of the Christ being revealed to her. We are a people of story, built on the witness of our Bible and rooted in the, test, rooted in the stories of our communities. Discovering the power of giving witness and telling our story means recognizing that we each have a valid story, indeed many stories, and that we can identify God's work within these stories. It takes courage to share one's own story, and it takes openness to listen fully to the stories of others. Claiming this practice involves shaping common language. Sharing our stories celebrates enriching traditions of communities, and the particularly of personal experience of grace. Our lives are part of the tapestry of God's larger story in the world. Scripture contains stories of people who aren't perfect, which invites us to tell our stories in response. In John's account of Jesus and the blind man, the man's witness sparked a process that touched on people's relationships, different understandings of God, the role of religious authority, and viewpoints within the community. Same as the stories we watch today. Similarly, our stories 
may shape other people's response to Scripture and draw out their stories. The experience of hearing Scripture varies according to our experiences, situations, traditions, and settings. Now, there are many things we may wrestle with as we go about sharing our stories. One most of all is the fact that not all people experience the same interactions with God. Part of the mystery of this life is the question of why does this person see a miracle and someone else does not? Why does this person get their healing and someone else does not? We cannot, however, allow this mystery to turn our hearts from God or keep us from sharing the great things we have seen that point to our loving God. What we must do is listen. Listen to the still speaking voice. Listen to the prompting of our God. God will energize your heart and quicken your spirit when it is time to share your stories. Something we must remember is even in the times in which Jesus walked this earth, not everyone around him received their healings or miracles. Yet the stories of Scripture still have been passed down of these signs, miracles, and wonders that point to our still-speaking God and to our Savior and brother, Jesus Christ. When sharing our story and witness, a disciple becomes both learner and leader. In response to God's prompting, disciples serve the community through speaking and acting faithfully. Though there have been times when I prayed very hard about whether I should share a story or not, I have never allowed this to keep me from sharing the things I have seen God do. For I too have seen great healings. I too have entertained angels unaware. I've seen a hand crippled having been pulled into the interlocks of a um, mechanical boat lift. To then see that hand healed and in years to come play the piano as beautifully as I have ever heard. I've entertained angels unaware in a seemingly life-threatening situation to then see that person yet walk again. And as I look out today, I know there are many who have also had their own stories that have pointed to our loving God. A glimpse of God's realm 
becomes possible every time we listen to the still speaking voice and share our stories. By sharing our experiences of God's love day after day, we pass on the all-encompassing grace that sets the foundation for the church of tomorrow. Acknowledging that the practice of sharing our story is an ongoing process, we focus our attention upon God's continuing revelation as we move toward the future kingdom, the realm of God where all are kin. And whether what we expect to see in those stories or miracles happen in this life or not, our loving God has promised that vengeance is mine, says the Lord. But also, all will be welcome in the further kingdom of God. And that is where we shall see the true glory of not only our brother Jesus Christ, but get to stare upon the face of our still-speaking God. So, today I'd like for somebody to come up to share their story. We have seen in Scripture this story happen before. And this story has happened to the, one of those amongst us. So today I'd like to welcome up Chuck and Martha Hefner to share their story that points to our still speaking, still wonder giving God. Okay. Our story isn't very long, but it really makes me know that God is here. I'm very pleased to share my story about me in the furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. But I will admit that my ability to write and speak frequent, fluently has been reduced since my last surgery. And therefore, I asked Martha to write for us, for me, and then I would only have to read it to you. <laughs> I like to read. And the story is, on the evening of July 5th, 2017, I opened our new gas grill, preparing it to light it. We had purchased the grill at the hardware store and it was delivered to us pre-assembled. We had used it once before, but it was for lean beef tenderloin. So there was no grease in the grill. The grill worked fine that first time, so I had no reason to think it wouldn't work fine the second time. Well, that was not the case. As soon as I lit the grill, 
the flames consumed the entire area below the burners. And I reached down to turn off the burner. Get this picture? <laughs> well, if you look at the picture, that's part of what comes along here. But anyway, I reached to turn off the burner and be living believing that it would indeed turn off and stop the flames. That did not happen, and the flames only grew larger, being fed by a full tank of propane. And I called for Martha, who was inside, preparing a chicken for supper, <laughs> and the house, and she screamed, and she yelled for me to move away. I couldn't move very quickly because I had just had my hip replaced. I couldn't move the flaming grill away from the, from the house either. The state fire marshal later told us that if I had moved the grill, the tank very well could have exploded. Well, Martha called, while Martha called 9-11, and while we waited impatiently for the fire department, for exact three fire departments came to help us. And she had the idea given to her to take this picture up there on the, on the left side to me, I guess. The one is the big the flash. It's burning now. <laughs> <clears throat> she had the idea given to her to take this picture, thankfully, because the picture certainly helped us with the insurance company. After the fire was out, we were surprised to see that I had been completely spared from injury. Not one hair was singed on my arms or my face. No burns and no heat damage, which was a miracle because I was standing right in front of the flaming grill. And it was blink and when I turned it off, it was blaming wildly. And I reached my arm over and turned off the switch thinking perhaps it would just stop. Well, that didn't happen. Just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Chuck, no, none of us was injured. Thank you, God. I will tell you this also. Every morning, my prayers include asking the Lord to keep Martha and me, all of our families, the church, and many friends safe and protected. I ask for God's hedge of protection to be around us all. That day, I claimed that prayer and knew that God had, an had answered. Our insurance companies. No, I don't want it. Okay. Well, I can, I guess. Yeah. 
This is, this is just us. <laughs> we found, where would, oh, there it is. If you want to refresh your mind with the fiery furnace story, it's found in the book of Daniel chapter three. I was there. I was there. Our insurance company sent specialists out to recover parts of the burned grill for x-ray examination, and they found what they were looking for, and so it was determined that the grill was defective. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Do we have a gas grill now? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Now, You probably want to know what happened to our house, our two-year-old house. Well, the fire went up the outer side of the house and into the attic. All the rafters were charred, and so the house had to be torn down and rebuilt. They took everything out of that house to the bare walls and the studs inside and put on a new roof because of the charredness that was on the, on the. Well, the fire went up the outer side and into the attic. All the rafters were charred and so the house had to be torn down and rebuilt and we lost all things stored in the attic, and water damage was severe, and we had to live elsewhere until the following February. But the house was rebuilt. Not one hair was singed on this hairy arm. Nothing. I don't know how. Well, I was standing right here. Brain's I don't know. right there. It was coming to him. But before the day was over, I had I was told in my brain that this is the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego story because they too had no sign of being burnt, none. And I, I just never even got hot standing beside that big fiery flame up there. I was not hot. It did not do any damage to me. None. You talk. Oh, well, I think you said it quite well. Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Yes. One thing, too, as I recall, the, the, the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, there are, as I think of that story and our story, there are lots of other personal stories we, we have gone through, and God was there mm -hmm. and saved us several times for things I think that the important thing is for us to look at ourselves and identify those times. Ooh, and I they give us something. 
I missed something really important. Can I get? Can I One break more in? Time. Yeah, <laughs> I will tell you, like the the three of us and, and Chuck was uninjured. I will tell you. Did I read that? No, I didn't. I'm going to read it again. It's important. I will tell you this also. Every morning, my prayers include asking the Lord to keep Martha and me, all our families, the church, and many friends safe and protected. I ask for God's hedge of protection to be around us all. That day, I claimed that prayer and knew that God had answered. Mm -hmm. And it gives me chills as I think about it right now. Thank you. There you are. Come on, dear. <laughs> so whether you've seen a story like Chuck and Martha, or whether you've had a situation where you have not seen that story in which you expected. We can look amongst our scripture to see both sides of that. We see where Moses didn't make it into the promised land. We see where Lot had everything taken from him, but still kept praising God. So that is what I encourage you to do today. Signs, miracles, and wonders or not, I encourage you to still keep praising our God. And if you do have that story to share, I highly encourage you to share it. Because it will lift up the hearts of those around We pray that you have found blessing and enrichment in joining us for worship today. As we are truly blessed to have you worship with us. Peace and blessings to you, and thank you for joining us today. If you would like to support the ministries of St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, you can do so in three ways. First, you can mail in your gifts to St. Paul at P.O. Box 147, Wapakoneta, Ohio, 45895. Secondly, you can send your gifts online from our website, stpaulucc.com. Lastly, you can text the amount you would like to give by texting us at 844-971-1800. Come join us again at St. Paul United Church of Christ here in Wapakoneta, where no matter who you are or where you are on life's journey, you are welcome here.